Ugh, another evening stuck in rush hour. Imagine if your commute was 30% less. You'd probably be home by now. Uh, sorry, we can't get you home quicker, but a Cadbury Dairy Milk 30% less sugar bar on this upcoming podcast should help get you there. Cadbury Dairy Milk 30% less sugar, just as irresistible. Fam, is that a cranberry velvet do-rag? Yeah, yeah. Talk to me. How did you How did you get here? Walk me through this. I just needed something to cover my head real quick, and I said, oh, that's nice. Wow, Bree, do you do you agree with such a choice? See what y'all not brings out your skin. Oh, thank you. See, I thought she was about to say something negative. Thank you, Bree. All right. See, oh. you now <laughs> all of her insecurity about to come out of you. <laughs> you, you did a neck twirl, which I not gonna do. What's good though, Jersey? All right. I'm good. I'm still recovering from uh that beatdown that I got last weekend. You got a beatdown last weekend. Yeah, the uh, Jay-Z versus Drake battle. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. But before we get into that, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Let's say that there's a guy that wants you dead. Okay. And he tells your lady, your queen, the woman of your life, that either he has to sleep with her or he's going to kill you. Which option do you want her He's going to gonna have to kill me. Fam, <laughs> You need to take a second and think about it? Or nah, <laughs> nah, nah, he, he, he's going to have to kill me. He's going to have to kill you? Yeah. Out, like, you don't even want to think about it. Because what if he, listen, what if he, what if he clapped my queen and she ends up enjoying it? She going to keep going back. Bree, you got anything to say to this? Sound a little insecure. <laughs> Maybe but, she stepped that game up. But, Nah, but if see, he, that's a whole other conversation, right? But there. but wait, but wait, if but if he kills you, and then he claps your queen, she can't come back either. I'll be out. You're all right. dead. I <laughs> mean, you won't be all right. Either way, she getting clapped. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> what dead man is gonna be all right? You're not gonna be all right. Nah, all 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 jokes aside, though. Um. It depends on type of chick that you're dealing with. Like, if you're in a relationship where, like, y'all have high trust and things like that, like, obviously, she would be doing it because she wants to save your life because she loves you. So, you know, in that case, yeah, you know? Like, I wouldn't want the dude to, 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 to really kill me, you know? Like, that was just all jokes and things like that. But, yeah, I mean, you know, if, if it came down to that, you know, he would have to, you know, do what he got to do with the person I love, unfortunately. But... <laughs> I think the first answer you give is the right answer. You went with your gut. <laughs> I just think you realize how dumb it of an answer it was. Baby, you nah, let me live? Nah. Bree, you hear him? Can I live? Yeah, what do you mean? You gonna let me live? No, no what I, what am, are you asking me what I'm gonna do in this situation? Yeah. Oh, no, tell, tell him good luck. Like, 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 like fam did and taken. What you mean? Jersey's over here like, yo. Clap my queen, save my life. <laughs> You're a nasty man. <laughs> yo, take one for the team, yo. Wait. Wait. Don't no, clap take... me. Clap my queen. You're going to have take to take one for first. the squad. <laughs> yo. There is no squad. There's no squad. <laughs> this is your queen. 
And she comes right back home. That is a nasty way to up. start off my podcast. But welcome up. to In the Moment. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. I talk about the comedy in it all. If this is your first time, welcome to the funniest podcast you've never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian on your money back. Shout out to my regular listeners. What's up? How y'all feeling today? I'm good. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Any man that brings a cranberry velvet do-rag to pod is, is ready to go. <laughs> it's no question about that. That is Young Light Skin, a.k.a. Young Waterberry, a.k.a. Young Velvet Cranberry. Jersey's with me. Young Breezy in the back. How you doing? You good? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm good. Why are you so happy? I don't know. Well, clap your hands. No. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I'm just happy today. <laughs> what are you so bubbly about? That's, you can't trust somebody who's that happy. My personality is bubbly. That's true. Thank That's you. true. Especially after you drinking some bubbly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Talk about it. <laughs> Everybody maintaining through this part, through this uh, pandemic win, man. Jers, you safe out there? Pandemic. <laughs> you safe? You good? How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. Yo, we speaking on this topic of if your woman to move on, we're to move on to another man. And we have a woman in the building to deliver all of the opinions that we need from a woman's perspective. And I'm excited about this. So I want to go out the gate with, yo, you know, Jerry, so can you speak to this? Is it just me or are you tired of women getting better right after they dump you? <laughs> yo, fam. <laughs> fam. Can we talk about this? You don't walk around this house for a year with a bun in your head every day. And now as soon as we break up, you want to have your shit laced? Nah. You have never looked nah. like that. I have never seen this look that you have just put on Instagram ever in our four-year relationship. And here you go. Don't get better after you leave me. I don't enjoy that. That always happens, too. Then you go on her Instagram, she just look like a whole new person. Like It's like, yo, what's going on? She's happy. Like, you- when, when did you get happy? <laughs> when I left you, <laughs> Bree, speak to it. I forgot we got a woman in the building. You're the problem, <laughs> Bree. It's not me. Why? Why are women always walking away from relationships and getting better? It's not just the women walking away from relationships and getting better. I mean, we get better as we grow older, but if there's something. I mean, you could speak to the same effect of for men, too. There are a lot of bum men that are in a relationship and you leave them. And then, you know, they try to step their game up and get a job. Stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Getting a job is stepping your game up. Get off my couch. I'm taking notes right now. I'm taking notes right now. Look. I hate him. Yo, Bree I solid, hate him. Yo. He gonna go and get a job and get his teeth fixed. <laughs> right. Right. Like, you yeah, have five you know, years. So it's just like, I mean, how do you all of a sudden just start paying bills out of nowhere? And you never pay bills the whole time we were together. <laughs> Hold up. If the man wasn't paying bills the whole time y'all were together and you stayed with him, should that be all the man's fault? Why are you still there? Because we see potential. So we were trying to help you get a job. So you can't get mad at me now because I'm popping on Instagram and you still broke? Well, okay, first of all, this is not just me. I'm playing devil's advocate, but if I'm him, ain't nobody tell you to see potential in me. I never told you how great I could be. (laughs) That's That's your fault. That's a part of the problem, too. Talk to him, Cranberry. (laughs) (laughs) I actually got a 
I actually got a question for Bree while we're here. How do you think it feels for a woman to watch her ex do for his new girlfriend so easily what she tried so hard to get him to do? The whole relationship. Okay, so are we on the insecure moment here? Is that what's happening from the show Insecure on, on HBO? Bree, you did speak to feeling like Issa is almost watching Lawrence become the man that she wanted him to be from Jump, right? Right. I talk on it. Nah, wait, hold on. Before, but before we get into that, all Issa had to do was wait two more months, and then she was good. She cheated. Sir, you can't ask a question and then answer it. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Team Lawrence all day. I'm Team Lawrence all day. And if you're being honest, day. it wasn't the fact that he waited two months. It's the fact he got cheated on. That's not the fact. He got cheated on and he got better. That's what happened. It's not like he decided he wanted to be a better person because he had all that time. Okay, fair. Before we go into that, though, can we focus mm. on one aspect of a time? Can Jer <laughs> answer the question that, that Jer's asked you and then answered himself? Okay. <laughs> can you ask me again? <laughs> can, you, can you unanswer the question that you asked her? <laughs> and re-ask. All right. From a, from a woman's standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. How does it feel to watch your ex do for his new girlfriend so easily everything that you wish that he could have done while you guys were together? Um, it's not a good feeling, of course. It's almost like I build a bear. Like, literally, I made you for someone else. I mean, it's just about the what he brought to the table before then. Because he's an ex for a reason. Mm-hmm. It just depends on the woman that you're talking about because some people break up with a boy or a guy and now that's an ex and that's it and, you know, you deserve better. So it doesn't necessarily mean that we're hurt all the time. It just depends on the level of the relationship. Can I ask one more question? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Why? Because <laughs> I see this a lot. Why is it that when the ex's new girlfriend isn't as pretty <laughs> as... <laughs> Um, <laughs> as the woman is, the woman feels like it's a downgrade. Um, because I think women try to like hop into a man's mind. So t- sometimes we think that the physical is what you guys look for and that's it. Mm-hmm. So if it's the physical and it's there and you're attractive, you know, whatever, we're already like, mm, I got her. It's It's nothing. It's almost like when you're in a relationship and then it's another girl that's more attractive and she kind of feels like she can take the guy. It's like mm. one of those things of like having the confidence, you know, you don't feel intimidated by it. You know, it's whatever. Be with your ugly girl. Do your own thing. <laughs> like you don't feel like slightly intimidated by that. Okay. All right. Mo? And no offense to saying anyone's ugly. I'm just saying. <laughs> Is it that a woman builds a man up to be the man that he should be and then he carries on and finally becomes that man for the next woman? Or is it that we all just kind of live, learn, grow, and get better in every relationship that we step in? Or at least we should. I think it's both. I think if you let, if you let the majority of women tell it, it's because of them. <laughs> Of course, that that that's why I'm stopping here just for a second. I'm 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 just wondering if there is some truth to that. A woman takes the time to almost mold a man to become a better man for the woman, or is that statement 
in some ways a woman taking full responsibility for a simple word called maturity. <laughs> that's that's just mm. that's what mm. I'm wondering. It mm. depends on the level of the relationship because a lot of women come into relationships more mature than men. So we may feel like we want that off of the top. And then if you can't provide that in that certain amount of time, it's like, oh, well, he'll realize what he lost. And then it's like, once you realize what you lost, you go do that for someone else. But half of the time, you're jumping from relationship to relationship and you're not really fulfilling anyone's you know, needs. You're just doing your own thing, trying to find yourself. I do think that's a thing. Not enough people take the time to truly enjoy being single or alone and finding yourself, getting to know yourself, bettering yourself. I think that's why the quarantine has been so difficult for a lot of people. And when you really break it down, what that means is if you're jumping from relationship to relationship and you're not taking the time to figure out who you are, you're putting the heavy burden of making you happy on other people constantly and then blaming them for the reason you're not happy in your relationship. I feel like I feel like I'm in church right now. I ain't even gonna say shit. Oof. Preach. Man. Like, it just got, it just I, I got just, hot in this room. <laughs> just got hot. <laughs> I just, it's the do rag. <laughs> Yo, she will never allow anything to be me. Did you Yo, that? I fucked like, with Bree. Nah, the, I fucked with Bree. No, 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 no. Don't Brie. fuck with somebody who won't let me shine. Don't do that. Cause now now I have no one. <laughs> baby i got you nah, you just oh, blamed my heat on a do-rag you just, <laughs> you just gave my td jakes moment to a velvet do-rag oh man there's no support if you look up velvet i know it says hot somewhere near it <laughs> yo that's a fact <laughs> no but i do think there's something to that in which a lot of people get blamed for things that they shouldn't necessarily get blamed on that's all i'm saying let me present this question to y'all. If let's say you in a relationship with a woman and, uh, you know, it doesn't work out. She goes back to her husband that she obviously left to be with you. For that man, is that a win or is that a loss? Is that wait? What was it? Is that the 2080 rule or the 8020 rule? How does that go? It's the it's the eighty twenty rule. So if you're in a relationship, you usually get the eighty, and then you leave that to go look for the twenty. You get the twenty and realize you missed the eighty. Him though, honestly, like, uh, if you send your if you send a woman back to her husband who she obviously wasn't happy with because she left him in the first place, did you do a good thing for her or a bad thing? Like, did she did she see that relationship as this was so bad that I was good where I was at, or <laughs> like or or this was so good, I'll know I'll never find it again, so let me go back to where I was. Like, how do you feel in that situation as a man, Jers? It can be both depending on how the situation turned out. Like, you can treat someone like shit, and then the female realizes that, damn, like, my last was way better than this. Or you could treat her like an angel, and she realizes that, damn, like, I lost out on a good thing because I, I I'll never find this again. It, it all depends on the situation. But how do you feel if, the, if, if it happens and you don't really know why she went back? What are you telling yourself? I'm telling myself that she'll never find another situation like me again. But me and what I've been through in my life, <clears throat> I'm a serial data and I've been a serial data my whole life. So for me, it'll just leave me feeling maybe more empty than I was going into it. 
Okay. Bree, as the woman in that situation, you leave your husband, you go date this new guy, and then you realize, you know what? That's not working. I'm going back to my husband. Was that relationship a success or a failure? Um, you know, I think women leave for different reasons, but for me, I would say, I would think it probably would be the excitement is probably gone. Mm. And, or whatever she thought she saw in that man, it just really wasn't worth the time anymore. So she went back to what was home. You rather keep what you know than uh, go risk it all for some other stuff that may not even equal half of what you had. Temptation only lasts so long too. Like you could, you could, you could meet somebody and it feel like amazing, like the first few months. Then once that temptation dies down, it just don't feel like you thought it would feel. Okay, so so Jersey, is that still home? Your your queen decides to go out of the nest and figure out what's going on out here, and then she realizes that the excitement is no longer there, and she comes back home. Is that still home? Mm. That's a good question. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> is it? That's what he wanted to say. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He he was just he he was all good about talking about it until he put himself in that situation. All yeah, of a sudden pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, see, yeah that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Love don't live here anymore, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm not doing this with y'all today, yo. But what's the level of that? Like, do you tell your significant other like, hey, this isn't working. I think we need some space and I want to date. Or did they go cheat? And then that person was there. Well, okay. Let's talk about that. Well, see, me personally, I've always felt like a break is one word short of a breakup for a reason. I, I don't believe in breaks. That's just me. I, I think a break is the first step to a breakup. Because I don't want it. Because eventually you got to, what you did during a break might matter. It might come up. What you did, what you didn't do, does it matter? Do you have to say something? I don't know. I think it matters if you're if you're planning on a break. Are y'all like y'all are breaking up, or it's an actual like I need some time to work on myself, and then you meet someone on accident. Like some some of those stuff you don't necessarily know how that's gonna pan out, but you have to talk about it. Okay, for me, it doesn't matter if 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 we go on a break. And you meet a guy, it won't matter to me if you if you met what what the intentions were, if you knew him before or if you just met him during the break. Either way, I'm probably going to break out. But that's just mm-hmm. that's just me. Jerry's, how you feel? I hate the whole I need time to work on myself and then two weeks later you got a whole new boyfriend. I'm so tired of that shit, <laughs> man. Like, you know how many times yeah, yeah. that happens? Like, that shit is so common. Like, she said, oh, I need time to work on myself. Now you four months pregnant. Like, how the hell did that happen? Like, what are we talking about? Like, <laughs> I think by time to work on herself, she meant 12 minutes. She didn't need any more. <laughs> she said, boop, ding. All right. Time to get pregnant. I don't understand that. Bree, speak on it. I don't, okay, now I don't necessarily believe in breaks either, um, so it's hard for me to believe, but it's just like, again, that's the thing with people t- nowadays, like, people are disposable, so instead of mm. taking the time to figure it out, like, you rather go on a break, like, nah, figure it out with me here, grow with me, like, I, I don't believe in the whole let's take a break thing, space and breaks are two different things. Yeah, if you need space, we moving this furniture. 
That's what we doing. Where the hell are you going? Talking about you need some. So I got some space. Nah, right for real. Let's stay on space though. Let's stay on space for a second. So uh, Victor Cruz. I don't know if y'all saw it, but apparently Victor Cruz and help me out, help me out, help me out. What's her name? Victor Cruz and his lady. Kakarot. <laughs> Victor Cruz and Kaka and Karachuchi. Um, <laughs> no, Victor Cruz and Karuchi uh, apparently FaceTime each other 20 hours a day. I don't, I don't know if that's real, but that was a report. Wait, what? Yeah, 20 hours a day. 20 hours a day, apparently, this couple FaceTimes each other. I have never in my life, I'm going to just be honest, met anyone that I want to FaceTime 20 hours a day. And I love a lot of people. That's a bit much for me. I know there's a thing with this term space that uh, keeps coming up a lot during the quarantine. In different relationships, different people struggle with their significant other needing space. A lot of the time, it's the woman who doesn't understand that a man needs space. But sometimes it's the woman who needs the space. And maybe the man doesn't understand. Bree, I would like for you to speak on why you think some women find it difficult or challenging to understand that, baby, I love you, but I need some space. Because men don't talk like that. Unfortunately, you don't say the, like people remember the bad things before they remember the good things. So if you say space, it sounds negative. If you say, you know, I need some time to rejuvenate so I can be a better person for you or for us, that sounds better than, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, you in my space. Like, it's just the way that you articulate how you're saying things to somebody. So I think it's the the level of, of comfort. I mean, and then also it depends on who <laughs> says it. Because some of these men that the way, say they need some the space. The way y'all justify this shit is so it's crazy. crazy Hold on. I'm letting you finish, though. Let her finish. I'm letting you finish. I couldn't help but laugh. Ah. But I'm letting you finish. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Some of these people who need space just need to see their other girlfriend. They just need time to cheat. So you you have to understand I, who you with. I don't think I don't think those two, one those two things should have anything to do with each other. That's see that's bringing insecurities or baggage from another situation into this one. I'm I'm specifically speaking to a situation of a man who does actually genuinely need space. Not to go see another woman. What you're saying is, if he came to you and said, man, I need some time. I need some me time. I just need you to give me some me time. That's not good enough. You need him to say, babe, for a specific amount of time, although I love you and I appreciate you and everything that you do for me in my life, I just simply need for us to be separated for maybe a few hours, nothing longer, so that I can better myself and enhance the possibility of the potential that I can maximize oh, in cute. order to <laughs> like what do you no, want from us? I'm just saying there's a way to say like if you're arguing and then you say, Yo, I need some space <laughs> No <laughs> versus you just waking up and you know, seeing him and saying you need some space. It's the it's levels to it. Jerry, speak on it's it. It's space levels. And then they wonder why we be so happy when they leave the damn house. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. If we're, if we're being honest, if we're being honest, and that's where we're going, <laughs> Jerry's has the I'm going to ask you, as a man, has there ever been a time when your lady was leaving the house to go wherever she was going, and you had to pretend like you wasn't excited just so that she could be happy? But as soon as she got past the door, you started doing the kid and play dance by yourself. That's every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. 
<laughs> this is an exclusive on In The Moment. You're getting the truth. <laughs> Jerry, talk to me about this. I just think that it goes back to, I don't think women really understand when a man needs space. Um, maybe we don't word it the best way, but is when a woman needs space as men, we are supposed to respect that, not question it and give it to her. But when a man needs space, we got to come up with a whole college thesis report on why we need space. <laughs> and I don't think that shit is right. Like, I feel like women should respect that men need space sometimes, too, because we do need to work on our spirit and we need to work on our well, well-being mentally as well. I do think that Jerry's has a point here, Bree. I do think that typically a woman only needs a word, one word, and That's a man it. is supposed to respect that word. She don't need an essay, a thesis a backup statement she just needs one word and the man is supposed to say that's you like got it and that's it that's like that's like when you try to have sex with your girl and she like babe not tonight i'm good you gotta respect that not tonight i'm good that's four words that is not a <laughs> thesis it. or blueprint just get ahead jerk talk let you tell your girl when she's trying to get sex that you good you don't want none tonight see what happens I told you, you might get kicked out. Quick. <laughs> see, yeah. look at Bree in the back. See? Quick. See? see? The fact that she, I'm happy she's a, she agrees to that. I'm so happy she agrees to that. But that's that a shit part is not of, right. Unfortunately, it's a part of the fact that men don't express their feelings enough for us to understand that. So if you're going to ask me to be understanding of something that you've never talked to me about, that's not going to work. Well, I don't believe that men are allowed to have feelings. Let's let's talk about that, because mm. I, I've heard a lot of women say that a man is not necessarily good at expressing himself most of the time. But when a man steps out of his comfort zone to express himself, which is very difficult for most men to do, the truth of the matter is we get made fun of for it. It's funny. And we get called light skin. We, we, exactly. Light skin, <laughs> short, a bitch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like imagine, mm -hmm. imagine going to your woman and saying, "Baby, I I love you. I'm going through a lot right now. I'm feeling emotional. I just need some time to myself to reflect and figure out who I am as an individual." Reflect with and who? She <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Who you reflecting with? You mean reflect on us and you happy? <laughs> See, <laughs> a man is not allowed to have feelings. So why do y'all keep saying that we should better express ourselves? Well, I'm sorry. That's that didn't start with us. This started with the whole thing. Men are supposed to be strong and not talk about those things. So if if it's not a change in that, you can't expect the change on the other end. Either. No, I think that's the issue is that we, everyone is only expecting change on one side. Like we've all, we've spoke about this as far as the traditional man versus the traditional woman that a lot of times. Only the woman wants the man to change. Yes, there was a time when the man was supposed to go to work, shut up, not have a voice or an opinion and just provide for his family. But if that's the case, then when when he starts to express himself, y'all got to actually allow that to happen and take him seriously. Mm hmm. I agree with that. I agree. I think a lot. Again, I think a lot of it just stems from the trust aspect and just the word space. It's just not always used in a positive light, unfortunately. It's weird. It, it, it's weird because as a man, when you don't say anything and you're just calm into yourself, you don't show enough emotion and it's a problem in a relationship. Then when you do voice those frustrations and try to vent about them, you're too emotional and it's a problem in a relationship. 
So what medium ground can us men find so that we're not too too closed off emotionally, but we're not too emotional at the same time? Hmm, I don't know. I think it just depends on who you're with. I think the, a good thing is like having like relationship checkpoints or something. Like maybe once a week or uh, every few days, like how do you feel emotionally or what's going on here or maybe talking about it in a different light of just having a regular conversation. Mm. I just think that there, we got to get back to this place of a man should certainly be a provider. He, he should be the head of the household. I agree with that hundred percent. He should be all of these things, but he should also be the kind of leader who can rest on his queen when he's tired and his voice and what he needs should matter to the point of her having to utilize her time to build him up so that he can get back to the guy who doesn't need you to then lead his family. I just think mm-hmm. that aspect of the relationship is sometimes missing. And a lot of it too. I think it's not just men that don't express their feelings. A lot of women don't express their true feelings too. Some of them have changed from the traditional aspect of like what's okay to talk about. And you have to be strong. You have to have all these like things to carry your family so you don't always get to have the same kind of emotions where you can talk freely and feel and do all those things too so i think it's just a a common ground certainly i i believe it's to be a common ground as well um speaking of common i've yo (laughs) shit (laughs) (laughs) i I have a question about common i first of all let me be clear i am not a hater by any means I, I I like common a lot. I feel like a lot of men in have gotten like torched if they have publicly been with three or four women, right? Like they go into the pile of hoism. Am I am I accurate so far in my statement, Jers? Oh yeah, you preaching. Go ahead. Okay, so how has common <laughs> been able to survive the backlash of being a male whore? When he has knowingly dated half of Hollywood and no one seems to care. Okay. I mean, look at the women he's dated, though. Let's go down the list. Because off the top of my head, I got a few. Serena. Mm-hmm. Notable. Erica Badu. Notable. Angela Rye. Notable. Solange. Yeah, questionable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead and notable Beyonce's sister. Alicia. She's notable just Alicia because Keys. Alicia Keys, uh, notable Tiffany Haddish, undecided Laura Dern, blank Taraji P, <laughs> okay, Superhead. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you lying for real? Superhead Fam. has been with everyone. That's not even a fair. The, these are the facts. And again, I'm not mad at Common. I'm trying to figure out what Common has done so that I can pass that on to the next generation of men. <laughs> Who, who want to have this type of resume and not be looked at as a male hoe. Derek Jeter is another one. He's done it. Derek Jeter, done, fam, Derek Jeter done ran a whole lot more bases without a uniform than he did with one. And Derek Jeter had, <laughs> Derek Jeter had a gift bag for his hoes. <laughs> no. Wait, what kind of man gives you a gift bag of things about him and says, here's a hundred dollars. 
You're welcome. <laughs> Eric, Eric Jeter, man. His lineup crazy, too. So I, I'm, I'm just curious as to how men like Derek Jeter and Common have such amazing resumes and no one's batted an eye. Again, I mean, I think it's dating and the people that you choose oh. to date. Unfortunately, that's just how it is. Like if if he was a guy and like these women had negative things to say about their dating experience with him then it would be a lot more things to talk about. So if a hundred women that you've slept with in one week said he's amazing. <laughs> then... Is he amazing in the bed or is he an amazing person? I don't know. I think, I'm going off of what you just I think, said. I think a big reason why people like Derek Jeter and Common aren't really talked about like that is because for the most part, they've kept all of their situation very secretive and under wraps. Like, we know that they were with a lot of people, but we really don't know a lot of details that went on in those relationships. And I think that plays a part. Which is considered respectful. So, so y'all telling me that y'all give everybody this level of respect? Because Olivia Pope did that with th only three <laughs> men, and y'all renamed her Stop. Olivia, see? Stop. Look, Issa did the same thing. Wait a minute. Stop. Olivia, Olivia Pope did it with a married man. Fam, I, one of them women that Common was with was married. Okay, I don't know. I ain't no snitch. But, but I'm willing with, to bet. Fam, one of those women that Common was with was Superhead. That's all you exactly. need to know. It's not like, okay, so the difference is Kanye West and Common. It's the type, it's just literally the, the things that are, what you put out is what we receive. So you're not putting it out there. We can't have a, a judge. We can't judge about it. I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying, do we keep this same energy for everybody? I don't feel like we do. Y'all saw the baby take one picture. I'm just saying, I don't think we keep this same he energy. Has a girlfriend with a baby on the way. Oh. <laughs> Jers, your turn. We down 15, bro. <laughs> I have, we have nothing in common with common. <laughs> Common is uncommon. There's Derek Jeter, and then there's us. <laughs> okay. Clearly, we are doing it different. All right. That, that's fine. Answer me this. Why, when y'all see a couple together, right? Like uh, Russell, Russell Wilson, Sierra. What do you think about them, Bree? <laughs> Better say it. They're annoyingly cute. Okay. Right. You like them together, right? Yeah. Why do people like people together when they don't know them together? We don't. <laughs> We know nothing about them. Jers, speak the to same that. Thing. I think people are caping so hard for Russell and Sierra's relationship because of the toxic relationship that Sierra was in previous to that. That's just my opinion. So you I hope, don't you, think you're, people... you're, you're hoping that she has a better future. <laughs> Precisely. Precisely. <laughs> Okay. That's fair. And I also think it's, again, it's about what you put out in the air. Y'all don't care about what Kim Kardashian went through with Ray J? We don't care about Kim Kardashian at all. <laughs> yeah. Amen. A I just want y'all to keep the same energy around here. <laughs> all I'm saying, Amen. A lot of that is about what you put out, though. We don't see anything but positive things from Sierra and Russell, so you can't help but to root for them in some ways. Okay, so what couples are y'all annoyingly mad at? Who else is who else is in that box of annoying, annoyingly happy couples? 
Russ Can I just tell Sierra. you women that I'm annoyed with? Can I just tell you some women that I'm annoyed with? Talk, go, um, let's talk about it. That's even better. What, what's, what's, what's G Herbo's baby mother's name? Um, um, he, He's talking about that uh, Tiana. Hey, y'all. It's Katie here from The Bird Show. Pride unites us all, and so does Atlanta United. That's why I'm giving you the chance to win a spot in The Bird Show's Pride Night Suite in celebration of Pride Month. That's right. Join me and The Bird Show crew on Sunday, June 2nd, as Atlanta United takes on the fierce rival, Charlotte FC, with kickoff at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We need to beat Charlotte, so we will be loud and proud. Believe that. Oh, and by the way, did I mention Atlanta United is giving away a -a one-of-a-kind Pride-inspired towel, plus a $5 donation to Lost and Found Youth, an Atlanta-based nonprofit that provides services to the LGBTQ plus youth, which is included with your Pride Night ticket pack. Remember, to enter for your chance to win a spot in the Bird Show's Pride Night Suite, head over to thebirdshow.com. To guarantee your tickets and Pride Towel, go to atlutd.com and click the Promotional Packs tab for more details. Can't wait to see you all there June 2nd at 4.30 p.m. Together, we are Atlanta. Atlanta United. See you there. No, 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 no. I think her name is Ari oh, Ari, or like Ari. That. Tiana's the oh, girlfriend. I I, I, I'd rather, why are we even bringing her up? Like, I don't okay, even know yeah, why the can... shade room brings her up. So why are we? We can move on, man. Cause yeah, if those are the I'm kinds tight, of women man. you are annoyed with, no, we cannot talk about them. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> those aren't what necessarily are talking about? women. Those are just no, if we're gonna talk male and about... female. <laughs> just check the box. <laughs> Yo, speaking of women, let's talk about the player from way back. Let's go into this mic doc a little bit, man. Did you, did y'all, everybody watch the last two episodes of The Last Dance? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we're all caught up, and we all realize that Dennis Rodman may never have a last dance because, boy, does he keep dancing. Yeah, that's a wild boy right there. Fam, did did we know about, I mean, I knew that Carmen Electra and Dennis, you know, took some pictures together. I had no idea they were having sex all up and down the Chicago Bulls United Center. I had no idea he was dating Vivica Fox, too. And Tony Braxton. Anton, yo, Dennis Rodman was out here. Tony Braxton has denied it. Bree, do you believe Tony? Um, Dennis Rodman is not common, so you can't do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Rodman and Common have absolutely nothing in common. Do I believe Tony Braxton? Yes. Of course you do. Why do you believe Tony? Because Tony has been bankrupt publicly. She. Is engaged to Birdman publicly. We all know that. I mean, she's had her life has been under the scope for a really, really, really long time. So what's the need to deny Dennis Rodman? Because it's Dennis Rodman. It, it, like, what do you mean? Like, I yes, I do. She is marrying Birdman, and she's accepting that today because she has to. But she is not going to tell Birdman that she she doesn't want to have to explain to Birdman what she did with Dennis Rodman. Why? Because he don't understand. Because he wasn't man enough for her. <laughs> that man kissed a man. No. I just can't. I just can't with this dude, yo. What I, is... I, Jers, do you I believe can't. that phony Braxton... She's phony... No. She, what do you mean? She slept with Dennis Rodman, and then she's marrying Birdman, talking about somebody wasn't man enough for her. Who is that man? The one she divorced. <laughs> Jers, do you believe Tony Braxton? If you could wake up every morning and kiss something that looks like Birdman in the mouth, no, I don't believe Tony Braxton. <laughs> Thank you. 
whatever. All right, so give me your thoughts on 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 Dennis or the Last Dance or where you want to go. But I, I I actually became a bigger fan of Dennis Rodman. Um, he was somebody who had a lot of you know from what it looked like insecurities and internal issues that he was dealing with while playing basketball, and he just needed an escape, especially with playing for the Chicago Bulls team. I can only imagine the pressure that he was constantly under playing with Michael Jordan. Um, I couldn't play with Mike. Just FYI, I couldn't do it. I love Mike to death, my childhood hero. But after watching this, there's no way I could play on that man's team. But go ahead. He was, he was, he was a wild boy. And just watching the doc, um, I can tell that Mike really had a really good relationship with Dennis Rodman. Like when Mike said that he flew out to Vegas and got him out the hotel room, and when Dennis Rodman got ejected, he knocked on Michael's door just to spend time with him because he knew he fucked up. Like, that whole documentary is making me realize a lot about the different players of the Bulls. And with this one about Dennis Rodman, man, like, I'm a, I'm a bigger fan, man. He was a huge talent. Like, how he was describing how he grabbed the rebounds and location and, th- and things like that. It was, it was pretty dope. You know what Dennis did? That's, that's the most simple thing that so many people on li- in, in life can't do. He, he, What's that? He played his role. And he played it really well. Dennis, Dennis mm-hmm. even went through the phase of struggling to not be, not even the, the first guy, the second guy. When Scotty was gone, he, he, he filled that role so well that when Scotty came back, he hated that Mike didn't need him as much. But then he had to readjust to finding his role and playing it to complete what was probably or arguably the greatest dynasty of all time. But mm-hmm. there, there, there's a lesson in that. And there's also a lesson in, here's what I'm more interested in. Michael Jordan the greatest basketball player arguably of all time himself went to Vegas, knocked on the door and said, Earl and Carmen Electra is now hiding under a couch because Michael Jordan is knocking on your door to find you. Number one reason why Dennis Rodman is one of the greatest people to walk the earth. Number two reason (laughs) is Michael said, this is Michael Jordan. Who's probably seen it all said, Yo, I'm not even going to get into what I saw that in that bed, who was in that bed, or what was in that bed. Bree, I need you to tell me what was in that bed. What's your estimations? Um, bodies. <laughs> plural. <laughs> um, drugs. Plural. Um. Play toys. Plural. <laughs> Handcuffs. <laughs> like, all kind of stuff. Yes, handcuffs was in the bed. Bodies were in the bed. Drugs. There was a. There was. Was was there a baby tiger in the bed? Was Carol Baskin in? <laughs> was Carol Baskin in the bed with Dennis Rodman when Michael Jordan knocked on the door? Dennis Rodman might not have even been in the bed. He might have been in the shower. He might have been in the bathroom. He might have left for a little bit. No telling. If Dennis Rodman is the greatest rebounder of all time. Has he ever dated a woman and said, I can't be with you because of who you were with before me? No, they're going to get their nails done together. That's why he's the greatest rebounder. <laughs> Jers, are you a- <laughs> Jers, are you a good rebounder? No. You're not boxing out to catch Shorty after she leaves um, Carl Malone? No. Or Carl Winslow? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Let me ask you this. Do you judge a woman based off of who she's dated in the past? No. 
No, because who you who you've dated in the past obviously made you the woman who I've grown to like and appreciate. So I can't judge a woman for her experiences because without those experiences, she wouldn't be who she is. That's a great way to tell a lie. Bree, do you... Um, <laughs> Facts, man. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's lying his ass off. I don't even know why he thinks anyone bought that bullshit. I can't catch a break. Bree, do you hear shit, him? Yo. yo, of course, because it turns you into the woman that has maximized her potential to me. Get the fuck... Bree. As the woman, I am judging the man. <laughs> okay. All right. So somebody wants to be honest here. 100%. Walk me through this judgment. How does this judgment work? Okay, initially, I mean, usually you want to know what they look like. Um, do they have a job? Um, how long y'all were together? Who contributed what to the relationship? What do they look like again? Because you want it, like, you just have to make sure. Like, I'm judging. I want to know what were you doing at this point in time to be this below me? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if. It does somewhat have an effect on you if you believe the woman to be on your level or not on your level. Yes. But if she's on, if you, if you see her to be on your level or surpass your level even, that's a compliment to the man. I mean, I'm not going to tell him. But yeah. I'll be like, okay, I could see this. But <laughs> it's always a but. So, I mean, Damn, that's crazy. I wish I had an eraser to where I can just erase just certain women that I've been with. Holy shit. That's crazy. I believe we all do to a certain extent. I mean, I would like to meet the person who thinks that they shot 10 out of 10 from the field. I mean, who had a 100% shooting field goal percentage in their entire life of people that they've given their time to? If that's the case, you, still, you still be with that <laughs> Derek Jeter and Common. No, you would still be with that That's woman. If you did, you mean to tell me that Common don't regret Superhead? Was she first? <laughs> Any man that ended up with Serena Williams and Angela Rye definitely regrets Superhead. I promise you that. It's only in the book. I bet he denied. <laughs> yeah, Common will never admit to having been with Superhead. Jers, which have you been with Superhead? <laughs> nah, I'm not even gonna comment on that. Why would he say I'm not gonna comment instead of saying no? no. That's exactly how rumors the, get started. There's things, there's things that I want to add to, but nah, I'm, I'm, Jers I'm is good. No comment. <laughs> Soon as this lady hit this, what you mean no comment? Why you ain't just answer the question? <laughs> what year was that? And you ain't make the book. That's nasty. I don't ever <laughs> Wait, imagine being a guy Yo, who got left out of Superhead's book. Are you mad or are you happy? Like, I how would do feel you... crazy. I would feel crazy. You, you would be insulted? Yeah, I would be insulted. If you were not one of the 173 men that Superhead listed in her book, you would feel some kind of way. <laughs> if you was one out of the 20 or 15 basketball players who didn't make JV, would you feel some kind wow. of way? Well, not when I have your sex game, I wouldn't. And that's why you get judged. <laughs> that's only for the listeners who were here last week. Wait a minute. How dare you admit that you have a strong two minutes and then say you're mad you didn't make Superheads Hall of Fame? See, because that was in my younger days. Things have changed now. Oh, it's been a week. <laughs> 
right, that's fair. Jersey, let me ask you this. <laughs> What's up, yo? Um, if you're in a relationship and and you both have each other's passwords, is that a sign okay. of a healthy relationship or not a healthy relationship? I think it's a signs. I think it's signs of an unhealthy relationship. But it, but then again, it it depends. I mean. If I trust you, I don't want to know your password. And if you trust me, I don't think she should want to know my password. Um, if you have to have password to your partner's phones, then I don't think that's healthy. I think that's toxic. I think that's a good answer. Uh, Bree? I mean, why do you even need a password if you're giving it to me? So you don't think that either person should have a password, period? I don't think no. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. What about when that man has to go to work, or if that like I like okay, I I got a perfect example. I can't not have a password on my phone or computer because I work in radio, and if I do, you gonna see mad. I just dug in my nose and found three <laughs> boogers tweets. So, like sometimes you gotta have a password on your joint. Yeah, that's cool. I I was just saying from the standpoint of like if you say you're in a healthy relationship and you're giving the password to one another. I don't know how I really feel about it, to be honest. Which is I, I why you're stolen. I don't, yeah, I don't really have <laughs> Okay, just say that. I think. You have my password to my phone? I don't. You tell me Let's all the see. time, but I don't remember it. Okay, but see, you still have it. Yeah, but I think that's different. I, I think you're going, you're, you're going into a whole other thing outside of what I'm asking you. Yes, you, you'll tell me your password. I, I don't remember it. But I think that's different than me actually writing it down on a piece of paper and ensuring that I always have it in order to check your phone. That's that's. Oh, no, I'm straight. Well, that's what I'm asking. Oh, well, no, 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 no. I don't think that that should be the case. Like, it's the one of the only thing I think that is like big is like when you answer the phone and you got to run in the other room or like those type of things. Why are you doing all that? That's that's just. Or when you always put your phone face down or or, or turn notifications off. (laughs) All of that. Oh, I mean, yeah. I can get, I, I can get you out of the list, like right now. Oh, I know. <laughs> I see. They do this and and swear, like you know. I hate when you see somebody do it and they swear you ain't invented the game. Like, stop. Don't. <laughs> I know why your phone is turned over. <laughs> or, I know why your phone vibrates and nothing happens. <laughs> or when Pizza Hut calling you at three o'clock in the morning. Facts. I know why Domino's just text you, "Hey, babe." <laughs> none of this fools me. Stop <laughs> For it. Real. Where do women get this from? Do they get it from their friends? Let's talk about that. Is 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 the saying true? Birds of a feather flock together. Jers, I'll start with you. If your lady is hanging out with some friends who you deem to be a little bit on the lady of the night side, are you concerned? And does the, does their actions rub off on your queen? Oh, I'm going to the club with him. Huh? I'm going to the club with him. Well, that's toxic. Why are you there? So you, so you don't trust your woman is what you're saying. Nah. Okay. <laughs> nah. Yes. Jerry's is back. This is what I'm talking. Allow him Fuck to reintroduce nah, nah, nah. Hold himself. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on real quick. What? If all your friends is hoes, right? You expect me to believe that you're that one, just that one out of this bunch of girls who's not? Nah. Uh-uh. Nope. First of all, you and your do-rag can stay at home. And that's <laughs> and, and when a woman comes at you with that kind of energy, you clap because you know you struck a chord. That is experience <laughs> speaking from the back. 
Oh, uh, okay. Because, <laughs> Jerry, let me tell you about okay. some of them feathers. Okay. <laughs> All right, Bree, so talk hmm. about it. What about it, it, some of the guys, some of the friends, though? Because what if you have some homeboys that do some things? I don't know that went to jail or something. Okay, so we'll get to we'll get to that second. Went to jail. But can you stop deflecting? <laughs> what is she doing? Went to you jail. Deflecting what the, what murderers. Do birds of a feather flock together? Is that a fair assessment for a man to make about woman, in your opinion? No. Why not? Because you don't know how these people became friends, what the history is, or anything. Like a man may see something in this woman that a woman may not see. Okay, but that's fine that I don't know why y'all, and I'm, and I'm playing devil's advocate here. I don't know why y'all met or how y'all became friends. That's fine. But I do know that she is, is still out there doing her thug fizzle, and you are now in a committed and happy relationship. And when she wants you out, especially when she's smoking hookah during a pandemic, why, like, why are you around her ever? <laughs> That's fair. So that, makes That's her, a fair that makes her a lady of the night. Yes, Jers. If she is somewhere smoking hookah during a pandemic, is she a hoe? Yeah, for sure. Oh, no. what? Because what if what if she just hasn't found her king yet to elevate her? Oh no, her? she found many kings. That That's a, a problem. That just means that maybe. Ooh. No one, no woman doing that is blessed in the city and blessed in the fields and blessed when she comes and when she goes. It's all. There's all kind of people in church. Don't go there. There's all kind of people in church. I'm not saying I'm necessarily at the club with jurors, but I do think that I'm a little more concerned if my woman is hanging out with uh let's say a woman who's not in a relationship as opposed to a woman who is in a relationship i kind of think everybody feels that way no I th- I, exactly i don't think it's a woman thing i think it's a little bit of everybody but again people meet people at different times in their lives like i could have a bunch of friends that are married i could have a couple that are single like it doesn't justify or say anything of what i'm doing it just means that they are at a different time period in their life that's fair. That's fair. Jerry, you okay with that? Mm-hmm. No, he's not. He's not. He's, he, <laughs> he, him he and said, the do-rag yo, in there. He said that like a woman who already knows she leaving. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Been here before. Um, while, <laughs> while we on the topic of friends, Jerry, you wanted to speak to... Friends who don't necessarily support you the way they should or the way they support celebrities or people they don't know, right? Something, something to that extent? Yeah. So, as of late, I've just found myself befriending individuals who don't really support me or my endeavors. And it's been really bothering me because I've been someone who always supported anything that a friend is doing with their life. Like you got my utmost support, whatever you want me to do. And I got you. And I think that when you surround yourself with people who don't have any ambition for themselves, I think that can kind of rub off on you. And I'm just at the point in my life where I need to start surrounding myself with more people who do want better for me and who do um, support things that I want to do. So you was hanging with a group of hoes and now you done leveled up. Basically, no, um, a, a group of bums. Okay, bums. A group so of bums. Why are you hanging out with these people to begin with? I guess it's because I just, that 
that need of always wanting somebody around. You know what I mean? Just like being outside and feeling like I need friends and, you know, just befriending any individual that may, you know, um, like my presence or whatever. Is there a particular moment or example that took you to this place or is this something that you've just been dealing with for a while? Nah, so I sent a, a, a link to the podcast to a group chat of mine. And instead of, you know, those people in the group chat supporting it and, you know, liking it and giving positive feedback, they're, oh, what's this? Uh, um, why you not on the coverage? Just a whole bunch of negative just comments and things like that. And I just kind of made it a point to really call them out. Like, first of all, it doesn't matter if my face is on it or not. Y'all would rather support people who y'all don't know and who don't give a shit about y'all than to support people who you're actually cool with and wants to get somewhere. And that is something that kind of confuses me because this person is a stranger. I'm a friend. I'm trying to do something. You're not supporting it, but you're supporting that person who you don't even know. So it, it's just kind of frustrating to me. So if I'm understanding, their issue was that you your face wasn't on the podcast? Is that what their issue was? Yeah. But why would your face be on a podcast that's not yours? Good question. And I don't even care. Like, all I wanted was for them to listen and partake in something that I enjoy doing. You know, like, I find myself surrounding myself with people who just want to speak negatively about everything. And they don't really do anything with their lives. You know what I mean? And I'm just trying to get out of that mold and just break away and be around people who actually want to get on a ball and make something of themselves. I mean, sometimes people, unfortunately, sometimes people talk about the negative because it's easier to talk about versus them doing something positive and changing their life. Miserable. So if they can't contribute anything to your success, they rather talk about your failures. That's just how life is, unfortunately. But those people, like, you kind of have to use them for their give and take, for the motivation, for you to shit on them some more. Like, that's all that is. It's just, unfortunately, the hate comes from people that are closest to you more than it comes from the people that don't know you. Do you, do you think jealousy has anything to do with it? Yes. Yeah, of course it does. And, and I, I think you'd be better suited, in my personal opinion, to understand exactly what she just said about people to be a fact and to stop taking it personal. Because for the, okay. for the longest time, I, I remember being... I don't know if you remember, but I would call you with these same concerns. Like, it seemed like any time I tell somebody, yo, I got this song out back when I was writing, it would always be, send it to me. I would post it on all over all of my social media. And these would be people I would literally shake hands with every day. And instead of them going online and supporting me, it would always be, send it to me. Or if I had a show, yo, send me a ticket. It's always do this for me so that I can come support you. But Beyonce never asked you to do anything. And you mm. don't even know Beyonce. You've, you've, never, you've never broke bread with her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or whomever. But people will be so much quicker to go out of their way to support someone who's not only already rich and good, but someone that they don't even know who's never helped them before they would the person that they're actually in the struggle with. And I struggled yeah. with that for years. And it, I, I tell you this much, it turns around, which is the nasty part, is 
nobody wants to be the first person in the arena is the way I always put it. They won't come watch you perform if they're the only person in the arena. But once that arena is filled, now all of a sudden everybody wants a ticket they can't get. Mm. Yeah. That reminds me of something that you told me. And to this day, I still live by this. There's two type of people, right? You got the people who are in the stand watching the game. And you got the people who are actually in the game playing, making something happen. And I've been hanging with a bunch of people who are comfortable just sitting in the stand. And I've never been that dude to want to sit in the stand. 100%. I still believe that. I learned to stop taking it personal. That, that's the difference. You know what I mean? Like you, you said that you were around these guys. And these are the, I'm imagining these are the same guys that you said will watch an NBA game and say that one of the NBA players are trash. But their goal was to make it to the NBA and they never made it. So who's really trash? <laughs> the guy in the NBA or the guy that's calling the guy in the NBA trash? But if you are not even Preach. in a logical standpoint to understand that about yourself, how can you expect that man to understand anything great that you're doing? Mm-hmm. You can't. Mm-hmm. So if you're sitting around allowing that to affect you in any way, that's not on them. That's on you. That's why you see so many successful people say, I had to leave that person where they were. And then eventually you hear those people come out and say, yo, he left us here. He never, he, he, we was good. And then all of a sudden he started making money and he changed. Of course he changed. He was supposed to. That's how he got to the money. But you didn't. That's his fault. It's a reason people got to leave people behind, fam. Steve Harvey once said, everybody that come with you can't go with you. That's the bottom line. Mm. Everybody can't get through that door. So when people start showing you who they are, believe them. Mm-hmm. Period. What are you worried about it for? Don't take it personal. Like, look, I'll even give you a, a, an example that hits a little closer to home for you to help you understand it. Sometimes it's not really as personal as it appears to be. Like, you didn't necessarily listen to my podcast as thoroughly as you listen to it now. Mm-hmm. You know why you listen to it more now? Because you're on it. Because you put me a part of it? Exactly. Now, I could easily be like, now, look, here he come. Johnny come lately that want to support me now that he's a part of it. I could. But it don't matter. Because I, I was going to do what I was going to do regardless. Eventually, you'll see it. Mm-hmm. Whether you're going to be a part of it by that time is up to you. But eventually, you're going to see it. Either way, never take it personal, fam. Most people are just caught up in what they're doing. And unfortunately, if your success doesn't benefit them, they're not going to support it the way you imagine they would. That's my problem, too. I'm very sensitive. That's something that I've struggled with for years. I got to stop, stop getting so wound up by the littlest of shit, man. Like, that, that, that's actually a goal of mine, to stop being so damn sensitive. I'm, I'm sick. Not even that. Like, you just, I think some of it is understanding that some of those people are there for a season. They're not permanent in your life. Like, a lot of those people come into it, they teach you things, you learn from them, whatever, but you see this is what I want and this is what I don't want. So maybe now you're just at the point where you realize you don't want to be associated with it. So for you, it's the, the healthy time for you to move on, you to get better at whatever is your craft or whatever it's for you. Like, you're just move on from it. Does that show my growth that I'm starting to realize that I don't want to be around this energy anymore? Certainly. Absolutely. Okay, it's, good. It's a part of it. It's the first step. The next step is literally will determine probably the next five years of your life. Okay. I think in every level, in, in every, every time that you grow, I don't know. If, are you a praying man? No. You don't pray? No. 
Do you visualize? Do yeah. you visualize where you want to be? Yes, all the time. How do you how do you expect to get there? Do you expect to get there on your own? Do, do you look for support? Do you look for a hand? What do you do? A lot of it growing up has just been hoping to get lucky and just letting my pure talent just speak for itself. But um, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And I haven't been working hard at the things that I need to be working hard at. So I just need to use my share consistency and work ethic and will to get to the places that I need to be. I think all of that that you just said is well and dandy and accurate. Now, I've never been the kind of man to uh, try to put praying or any spirit or any type of spiritual thing on anyone. But I will tell you this. I personally believe that a man is only as strong as whatever he believes in. You have to learn to believe in mm -hmm. something. Now, me, I believe in a higher power. I believe in prayer. I believe in myself. And I also believe with believing in those three things, I cannot be stopped, period, by anyone. You have to find something, whether that be yourself, a higher power, or whatever, but it should start with yourself. I believe that you believe in people more than you believe in yourself which is why other people's actions bother you as much 100%. as they do 100%. it doesn't once you get to that point of believing in you none of that shit will matter it won't you'll laugh at that kind of you'll you'll look at that and you'll do exactly what you just did you'll bring it to a podcast except the it, it won't be a real talk it'll be a funny talk because you'll be mm -hmm. laughing at it and then you'll 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 let them you'll watch like the one of the greatest feelings is to watch people who never believed in you watch you become successful. The greatest revenge is success. I've always said that. But you got to believe that. And until you believe that, nothing will ever change. But it all begins with you, man. It starts with you. Makes that 100% make sense. sense. Bree, you got anything you want to add to that? Mm -mm, preach it. Mm. I, I think we just went to church and it wasn't we even did. a Sunday. You're welcome. We did. never would have made it. Never would have made it. <laughs> All right, let's get up out of here. Before we get up out of here, um, uh, while we're on a topic of support and things that you need and help and things of that issue, and we have the voice of a woman and a beautiful woman at that, I have wanted to ask this question for three weeks, and now I finally can. How does Cardi B wipe her ass? Please, as a woman, explain to me with nails that long, how is Cardi B? It could, Jers told me that a woman with a dirty car has a dirty butt, and I want to know <laughs> if a woman with 10 inch nails also has a dirty butt. Break it down, Bree. Oh. Jers, do, do you have anything to add before we ask Bree to tell America how Cardi B wipes her ass? Her ass thing. <laughs> We don't know that yet. Do you want to? Do you don't want to get an expert's opinion her before you probably, just? Her drawers probably look crazy when they come off. Like, uh. that's Nodak. That's Nodak yellow coming from. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Bodak brown. <laughs> Bree, how how does a woman with back snails and no bidet? How we know she don't have a bidet? I don't know. <laughs> does she have a bidet? Is that how she does it? I mean, she, I don't know. My nails have never been that long. I wouldn't be able to tie You didn't have a friend who has nails that long so you can ask them? No, but I do know, I've seen people, women function with nails that long perfectly fine. But if 
those aren't her. I, I don't know how you do it, but is Offset doing it for her? If it, that's is, a good possibility, they could be practicing um, hostess at an early time. Jerz, have you ever loved a woman that much? I never will. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> what if, hold on, hold wait on. Wait a minute. What if y'all in y'all seventies and you know what I mean? Like you Nah, you nah, 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 nah. I'm 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 joking. I'm joking. But yeah, I would hope to um love a woman that much to where You have a baby. You wipe that baby's butt and I know that baby don't always poop in a diaper. He not a grown ass man. <laughs> <laughs> he got hands though. <laughs> Are you just- so you all what you're wiping if your lady wants to have ten inch nails, you're wiping her ass. Yeah, if I'm in love and we're at that level of connection to where I'm willing to do anything, yeah, of course. I'm not wiping my own booty. I'm not wiping <laughs> nobody else's ass on this planet. You have heard it from Jersey himself. That is a disgusting cranberry velvet durag. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, nah. hold up. So you mean tell me, you mean tell me these dudes out here eating ass but not wiping the ass? <laughs> that ain't this dude. I tell you that much. You, Yo, all I'm doing head. is looking at your ass. <laughs> I ain't doing nothing else. Really? That is wild. What? <laughs> What do you mean, wipe your ass so you can have 10-inch nails? Oh, okay. For the nails, no. All right. We out. Any last words, man? No, this um, was fun. Yeah, this, this was, was fun. fun. I like this one. Okay, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. Tell your friends you like this one. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Every week with this guy, man. <laughs> Jerry, finish it off. What's happening? Yeah, I've never said that. Next week, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Never would have made it. Never would have made it without you. Ugh, another evening stuck in rush hour. Imagine if your commute was 30% less. You'd probably be home by now. Uh, sorry, we can't get you home quicker, but a Cadbury Dairy Milk 30% less sugar bar on this upcoming podcast should help get you there. Cadbury Dairy Milk 30% less sugar, just as irresistible.